Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome everyone to episode number six from Delving into Islam podcast. This is Wa'il, your host. And uh, thank you so much for listening. And if you have any questions or any, um, uh, you know, uh, suggestions for the podcast, please email me at delvingintoislam at gmail.com. Again, delvingintoislam at gmail.com. And I will get back to you as soon as possible, inshallah. Uh, with that being said, let's get right into it. Uh, t- today's episode is a very, um, uh, a very interesting episode, which is we're talking about Jesus Christ, and and un- unfortunately, a lot of people, a lot of non-Muslims believe that Muslims do not believe in Jesus Christ, and uh, we don't acknowledge his his existence. Uh, again, this is completely um, wrong. Um, as a as a Muslim, uh, we're actually uh, uh, obligated to believe in uh, in Jesus Christ. It's a fundamental pillar in our religion and our belief system to believe in Jesus Christ. Now, we're not Muslims. Do you understand this? We're not Muslims unless we believe in Jesus Christ. It's that plain and simple. But how do we believe in him? We, what do we believe in exactly when it comes to Jesus Christ? That's the difference. Um, let me give you the summary and then let me uh, talk a little bit about the detail of, of that summary. In, in just, you know, in a nutshell, we believe Jesus Christ is one of the best uh, messengers to be sent by Allah to uh, you know the children of Israel to the Jewish uh, people back but you know back then um, and that's it he's fully a human being uh, there is no divinity uh, in Jesus Christ in any way uh, or shape or form Jesus Christ is only a man that's what we believe in he's just a man He's one of the finest uh, humans on earth because he is a prophet. So he has a special status as a human being that he's a, a messenger from Allah, which technically uh, um, elevates his status, you know, like Prophet Muhammad and I'm like Moses, like Abraham. He is in that status, right? Uh, but he's not divine in any way, nor he is the son of God because... Uh, and we talked about this, uh, I, I remember before, but God, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, tells us numerous times, it's o- there's only one God. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the only God worthy of worship. He has no children. He has no, f- any, and he has no family members of any type. Children, parents, spouses, none of that. Right? It's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the only one. He's the only God, and he, to communicate with us, to, to, to basically guide us, he sent us uh, multiple messengers, you know, to, to mankind uh, with uh, basically the same message, but, you know, like we said, evolved message throughout history. That's it. That's the biggest and the most fundamental difference between how Muslims see Jesus Christ and how uh, Christians see Jesus Christ. 
Um, Islam is the only religion beside Christianity that that basically makes the belief in Jesus Christ a mandatory, uh, a mandatory uh, pillar uh, to get to paradise. You know, uh, nobody else does. It's not mandatory upon any other religion, but Muslims to be Muslims. The Prophet ﷺ in a hadith said, "If you believe in Allah, if you worship Allah, and you believe that I'm His messenger," he was talking to the Muslims, "and you believe that Jesus, Jesus, is a prophet from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, the you know the son of Maryam or, who, or Mary, then you will enter Jannah." Of course, that goes along with you know fulfilling the acts of worship, whatever. But it's it's a it's a fundamental pillar. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says what? آمن الرسول بما أنزل إليه من ربه والمؤمنون كل آمن بالله وملائكته وكتبه ورسله لا نفرق بين أحد من رسله. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala in the chapter of Al Baqarah says that we have to believe in all of the messengers. And we do not differentiate when it comes to believing in them. Now, when it comes to love, of course, we have a special, you know, love for uh, Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, when it comes to believing in the messengers, they're all the same because they were all sent by Allah subhanahu wa taala. So again, Islam is the only religion beside Christianity that we believe in. To, to be a Muslim, to be a, a believer in Islam, you have to believe in Jesus Christ. Now, um, we also believe that Mary is uh, uh, is chosen by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. You know, to be uh, the greatest, one of the greatest, actually the greatest woman who ever walked on the first on the face of this earth. Right? There is a whole chapter after her, you know her name that was named after her. Called the chapter of Maryam or Mary, because Maryam is the same as Mary in Arabic, and you know the story of Mary in in Islam is very simple. You know, her, uh, her mother wanted her to be. Uh, her mother was basically hoping to have a son so she could dedicate her son to the temple. Uh, you know, to worship Allah, and uh, when she found out that she has a girl. She still, because she made a promise to Allah that she has to, you know, uh, gift her 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 child to the temple. Uh, even though she found out that it's a girl, and and again, gifting a girl to you know uh, live in the temple was not you know um, a common thing. But she still did it because she made a promise to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So she gifted her, and then Zakaria, uh, uh, Prophet Zakaria, was the one responsible. Zachary was basically uh, the one responsible for her. You know, he raised her and he was teaching her, you know, how to worship Allah. And from the get-go, it was obvious that she was special because Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, you know, would uh, send uh, uh, would send her like fruits and 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 and, uh, and food basically that's out of season. You know, like, uh, you know, sometimes uh, uh, watermelon comes out in the summer. So she'll have, I'm just giving you an example. She'll just have watermelon uh, in the winter. And Zakaria, when he would walk in, she had a room, you know, that, the, a room in the temple that she lived in, in Mahrab. And uh, every time he walks in, he sees the fruit and he's like, where is this coming from? Who gave you, he gave, who gifted you this? And she would say, Allah, this is from Allah, like this is from Allah. 
and uh, and he'll be quiet, okay? And then uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent her uh, angel Gabriel uh, in a form of a man. So she thought, you know, she got scared. Who is this guy approaching me? Because he was approaching her. And she said, I, f I, I, I seek refuge in Allah from you. Do not, you know, harm me. Uh, you know, I didn't do anything to you and I'm not going to do anything that would, uh, you know, anger Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then he smiles and he says, I am nothing but a, a messenger from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah sent me to you. And then basically he explained to her that she's about to have a child. And of course she was freaked out. She said, what are you talking about? I'm not married. I never touched a man. I never did anything, you know, uh, that's impure. So how am I going to have a child? So uh, Gabriel, Angel Gabriel or Jibreel tells her, uh, well, this is uh, Allah's will. And when Allah wills something, it happens. And basically, and here's the controversy. One of the other key differences is that... Christians believe that Jesus is the word of God. He is the word of Allah. We Muslims believe that Jesus was caused by the word of God. So what we know is that the word of God is kun fayakun. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he tells when he says something, he says kun fayakun. When Allah asks like be and it will become. So Allah would want something to happen. Allah would just say to it, be, and it will become. Right? So Christians believe that Jesus is the actual word. of. He's a walking word of God. But that doesn't make sense to us. Muslims believe that Jesus was conceived when Allah said the word be. So he is the result of the word of God. Then, of course... Uh, Mary realizes that, you know, she's about to face some hardship because the people will start asking her, you know, where's this child? You know, where did he come from? And this is exactly what happened. The people started questioning. And, and one of the first, well, not the first technically, uh, because the first miracle is for Jesus to actually be there without a father because Allah said the word, you know, be and he became. Uh, but also Jesus spoke in the cradle. He spoke when he was a baby. I don't think this is mentioned in... In, in, in this is a, a Christian belief. This is, I think, purely from uh, the uh, Islamic perspective that Jesus actually spoke in the cradle defending his mother's honor. Deferred, you know, he basically said, I am a messenger from Allah, and my mother basically he defended the, the honor of his mother, and it became a very obvious miracle. And uh, yeah, that was that. And now, here's a question that a lot of people ask, which is, uh, okay, well, Mary was, uh, Jesus had no father. He had a mother. He had no father. So it makes sense to basically say Jesus was uh, the son of God, because uh, again, he is uh, born without a father and God has caused him to, you know, be conceived. He caused him to exist. So he is the father. He's the son of God. Well, he is the big problem with that. Ready? Here's the big problem with that. First of all, God causes every human being to be born. That's number one. You know, how it works out is this, it's, it's different, right? All of us, yeah, we, we need a father and a mother. Um, and that's how we come to life. But don't ever forget that the source of our creation is God. So for those who say, well, God caused him to be created, it's a weak argument. But then when they say, well, 
but there was no father involved. Basically, he did not, he was not born out of normal circumstances. Well, he's a prophet. Every prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala given them a miracle. But here's the bigger question. Adam had no father, no mother. Adam was born without any parents. Shouldn't he be more worthy to say he is truly the son of God? If you want to follow that logic. If you want to follow that, you know, that logic. Wouldn't Adam be more befitting that he is a child of God? Adam had no parents. Let me give you another one. Eve, for example. Where did Eve come from? She came from Adam, right? She came from his, uh, I think, one of his ribs. Okay. That means technically, if you're following that logic, she had a father, which is technically, not truly, but technically, she came from Adam. So you can call Adam her father. She didn't have a mother. So what's wrong? What's up with that? Why is Jesus any more special than, you know, Adam and Eve? You know, the way you look at it, Adam came without a father, without a mother. Eve came with a father, let's say, without a mother. Jesus came with a mother, without a father. It's basically a showcase that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could create from anything and nothing. Adam came from no parents, no father, no mother. So Adam was created from nothing. So God could create, Allah can create from anything or nothing. As a matter of fact, Allah is the only one who can actually create from nothing. You know, any creator in this world has to create from something. Anyone. You, you need to provide materials for that person, for that creator to create something. Allah does not need that. Allah does not need material. You know, some might say, well, Adam was created out of clay. Right, he was made out. Of, he was made, um, you know, made out of clay. Um, hence, God needed materials. <laughs> no, no. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala created Adam from the earth to teach us something. You want to follow this argument? Great. What did Allah use in terms of materials to create materials? <laughs> To create existence. Nothing. Before existence, there was only God, right? Even this is this is even mentioned in, in the Bible, in the New Testament and in the Old Testament. God was only God. God was the first. Great. So when God decided to create this universe, this existence, what did he use? When God decided to create earth, to create the heavens, to create the galaxies, do you think God used materials? Again, even if God used materials, he created those materials. Hence, God always created from nothing. It's that simple. But of course, Adam is not the child of God. He's not a child of Allah. Even Christians believe that. Nor... Uh, Eve is so what makes Jesus any different 
Now, Jesus also has been given a lot as as a prophet. Uh, he was given a lot of of miracles. Uh, and we talked about, you know, the idea of miracles and, and, and whatnot, like he was able to cure the blind, he was able to cure the leopard, he was able to uh, resurrect the dead. Well, Allah was the one who resurrected the dead through Jesus. When Jesus makes dua, that Allah, he wants Allah to resurrect someone for any, you know, need, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by the permission of Allah, Allah would, you know, do that, give him that permission, and Allah would resurrect the dead. Um, another thing is... Uh, um, uh, Jesus also would, I think, uh, make uh, birds out of clay and then they will come to life. These were all miracles basically to prove that Jesus Christ is a prophet, is a messenger from Allah. That was never a proof that he was uh, a divine in any way. I mean, God is not going to come down and play with us and show us, oh, look, I can create, look, I can do this. No. Allah should give certain miracles to his prophets for people to believe that these are not normal human beings. They're not normal people. They can do supernatural stuff because they are sent by God. They're sent by Allah. That's the whole reason why God gives miracles to everyone. Those miracles were given to Moses, splitting the sea, his staff, you know, that turned into a snake, a, a real snake, his, his super strength. You know, a lot of things happened to Moses, Abraham, Noah with the ark and the flood. These are all miracles. Allah told them about the flood and Allah told them how to build an ark. You know, uh, Prophet Solomon, Sulaiman, Allah gave, gave, gave what did Sulaiman, what, what, what was his miracle? He was able to speak to the animals, the birds, the jinn. They used to work for him. Every single prophet and messenger had a miracle to prove to his people that he is truly a messenger from God. So God gave him some supernatural miracles. It's that simple. You know, that does not, it's not a proof that Jesus Christ was a son of God, nor he was a God. Now, um, so that's, that's one of the things, right? Uh, then uh, Jesus Christ, one of the most also key things, and this is also mentioned in 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 in, uh, in the Old Testament, I think, that Jesus Christ was sent to the children of Israel. Jesus Christ was never meant to uh, to be sent to the entire world. He was the last prophet and messenger to be sent to the children of Israel after, after Moses, you know, after uh, a whole. Uh, chain of of uh, prophets and messengers Jesus was the final messenger to be to be sent to the children of Israel not the final messenger period you have to there's a big difference so he he basically and he never came to abolish the mosaic laws you know the laws of Moses he never came to abolish them he actually came to affirm them and make some tweaks. We 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 mentioned in the Sharia. Remember in 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 the episode of explaining what is a Sharia. Sharia changes from one religion to another based on the time that they live in. So the time has evolved. So Allah Subhanahu wa Taala made some haram that things that were not allowed from for the people of Moses to be allowed for the people of Jesus. Certain things, but it's the same same exact thing. You know. Eating pork was never 
allowed. Was never allowed. You know, uh, adultery, uh, usury, all these things were never allowed. Certain tweaks were allowed, yes, other stuff, but not these things, not the core values of the uh, laws of Moses. Now, <clears throat> his people, which they were like a, a small percentage in the Roman Empire, they basically did not want him. Again, uh, like many other prophets, like technically all messengers, he was rejected by his own people. You know, he was rejected by his own uh, people. And he was, the, the reason why Jesus was sent is the reason why any, any messenger is sent. Because the children of Israel, they basically drifted away from Allah. They, they are not, they're no longer following the rules of Allah. They switched the rules. They played with the laws. And Allah sent them Jesus Christ as a final reminder to them. But they did not believe. And they got irritated like, you know, Jesus Christ, what he, his job was preaching now Christianity. Right? His job was preaching Christianity. And um, they basically were fed up. They did not like what he was preaching. So they decided to basically uh, uh, complain to the emperor, uh, the Roman emperor, uh, complain about him, and basically have some you know false accusations that you know, he's trying to destroy the Roman Empire. He he did not come in peace. He's you know stuff that the that the prophet Jesus peace be upon him was never you know never claimed, uh, never intended. Um, but again, they wanted to get rid of him. They wanted him to be executed because basically the Romans were, they were the, 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 the ruling authority in, 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 in the land. So they needed, uh, them to take care of that matter. And that's exactly what happened or what at least they thought happened. Uh, and then basically they captured. Now, here's the thing. The Romans, once they found out that, oh, there's this guy who's causing disturbance, who's, you know, can flip the society upside down, that he could cause us a lot of, you know, issues, we need to get rid of him. So they decided to basically capture Jesus Christ and execute him uh, in public by crucifying him. And by the way, crucifying is a pagan thing that came from the Romans' traditions. That was a Roman tradition. Uh, had nothing to do with actual Christianity, but it was adopted later on as a Christian symbol because, quote-unquote, Jesus Christ was crucified. Now, up until this point, we agree with, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the Christian belief. Because they believe the same exact thing except from the minor things that I, you know, mentioned to you. But now... From now on, everything, we have a drastic difference. There's a drastic change in the narrative or in the actual events that took place after the Romans tried to basically capture Jesus Christ and crucify him. Now, Christians believe that Jesus was actually captured. He was crucified, tortured, crucified for basically the sins of, of, of all of, of mankind because of Adam's sin. You know, when eating from the tree and Adam never repented. And hence, that's called the original sin that everybody's born with. Um, and God basically, for in order for God, the Father now, the quote-unquote the Father, in order for him to forgive uh, um, uh, basically uh, all of mankind, he had to crucify or cause 
the torture of uh, and the death of his own uh, uh, son, basically, on the cross. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you what is exactly, what's the issue with that. We'll talk about that in, in maybe n- next episode. Uh, but that's basically the Christian belief. So far, this is the Christian belief. Now, for the Muslim Islamic belief, and oh, let me finish. And then, uh, basically, after they quote-unquote killed him he is resurrected from the dead and he came to his disciples and he announced to everyone that uh, uh he is the son of god and he is so hence he's divine and basically he left uh and told them like that's it that's my message is here is done i am divine basically i was never hurt and and so well technically he was hurt because he was in a form of a man that's why god used him to forgive mankind and uh but now he basically showed people that he's divine and uh yeah that's basically it and he disappeared after the resurrection he had the he ate with them which was the last supper right uh his disciples and he told them to preach to the world that he is jesus the son of god and i think fairly enough that is the christian belief now or the majority of the you know christian sect uh, the, the the biggest sect of Christians. Now, when it comes to Muslims in Islam, we believe that from day one, he was never captured. Number one, he was never, Jesus Christ was never captured by the Roman Empire. Allah says in the Quran, they never killed him, nor have they crucified him. He was only, they basically, there is two opinions here. There's some opinions that say one of his disciples decided to, you know, uh, take the, 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 uh, the, the, the responsibility of, you know, being uh, crucified in his place. So he basically said one of his disciples chose to sacrifice himself. And he Allah caused that uh, that disciple to you know look you know cause them to look like Jesus Christ, and 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 and, and then other other we, we we for sure we don't we don't have a definitive definitive answer, but another sect of the scholars uh, are also saying that this was Judas, the one who basically betrayed Jesus Christ. This is from the Islamic perspective, and he was uh, captured instead of. Jesus Christ and Allah made him look like Jesus Christ as a punishment for him and basically he was tortured and, and Allah caused him not to be able to speak to defend himself and basically he was crucified and tortured until he died it really doesn't matter which one is true because we truly do not know we don't know that, that specific detail of this point but we know the rest because it's all mentioned in the Quran except for that one little detail which if you think about it really doesn't matter um that basically Jesus Christ was never captured, never. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised him up to him, alive, flesh and blood, not soul, not a spirit, flesh and blood as the human he was, and he still is, because we believe that Jesus Christ is still alive until now. He's in the heavens basically with Allah, not in a he's not in a spiritual way. He is truly flesh and blood in the heavens. He's under the care of Allah until Allah will send him back, which is the second coming that Muslims truly believe in. But in, again, it's a different version when in, in Islam we'll talk about that later. But yeah. So he was risen up to to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah protected him and someone else took his place 
whether it was Judas or was one of the disciples, we truly do not know. Um, and then, uh, uh, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even says, Like, they, they did not kill him uh, knowing that it was him 100%. Meaning, when they were trying to kill that person, they actually had doubts. Is that actually Jesus Christ? Is is that him? Is that the Messiah? Is that they didn't know? And it, it's incredible how even after they killed him, they still had this doubt. But they were like, uh, "He's dead. I think it's him. Yeah, whatever." And Allah could cause that, you know. This is in the Quran. They did not kill him, knowing for sure that it's him. They actually had doubt that it might not be him. Isn't that crazy? Now. Uh, the scholars also say that after this whole incident and he was risen up, Allah sent him back and he went to his disciples. Now you see you see the confusion, right? Because now somebody might, because this is what we believe that actually happened. Somebody might think, oh, he was sent back. So that means he was actually dead, but then resurrected. Nope, that's not what happened. But you, you can, now you know where the confusion came from, right? And uh, basically he told the disciples uh, what happened. That he, uh, he is a messenger from, well, they knew that Allah basically took him up and then he now is telling them that he has to go. Uh, and then there will be a messenger coming. Basically, he told them, Someone is going to come after me by the name of Ahmed. This is one of the names of the Prophet Muhammad. Ahmed and Muhammad technically are the same name uh, in the Arabic language, in the meaning. Uh, and that's uh, truly one of Prophet Muhammad's names. Um, so basically, he said, someone will come after me to finish the message and to give it to basically the rest of the world. Not just, you know, uh, the children of Israel. No, to the rest of the world. And he left. And basically, he, he asked them for, for food to, to make sure that... He basically asked them to have, and that last supper, we believe that happened. He asked them for food. They gave him fish. They gave him some water. Like they gave him food. He ate to prove to them that he's flesh and blood. He's not a spirit. He's not a ghost. You know, he ate to show them that he's flesh and blood. I'm not dead. You know, I'm not divine. I'm, I'm a human being. I'm eating and drinking like a human being, you know. And basically, yeah, he left. And it is said that this caused a confusion from day one. Until today, in, in Christianity, that, that that basically that event, even the disciples themselves, they were like, "Was that truly Jesus, or were we just imagining?" You know, they were like, "Is that a supernatural thing that happened now, or this is actually truly him?" You know, is he a messenger? How was he resurrected? You know, like th these questions, of course, you know, spread out. And then even the people believed in Jesus Christ started making up their own versions of Jesus Christ because there was a confusion from the beginning, you know. So basically, yeah, that's that's what happened. Uh, inshallah, next in the next episode we will talk about that confusion, like what went wrong, basically, what made people think that Jesus Christ is a God or a Son of God. What made this theory more popular? Uh, we'll get to that in in the next episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.